Now, the wealth protection diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. For many people, the decision to pursue the entrepreneurial lifestyle is the byproduct of an evolving dislike for their jobs, frustration with their bosses, or a triggering event such as losing their job. The employees turned entrepreneurs out of default or disgust like a lot of mental and emotional baggage with them. The habits, attitudes, and behaviors that work fine for the employee in the corporate bureaucratic environment do not work well at all in the entrepreneurial environment and should be left behind. Just as it's wise to hunt for a job when still employed, so is it essential to focus on who we are at heart as we consider the move into business ownership. My guest, Maggie Karshner, a self-employment coach, helps creative solopreneurs take that step from working for others to working for themselves who wish to specialize in service-based industries, turning their passion into a viable business. Welcome, Maggie. Thanks for having me. So you're hailing up from Seattle, are you? I am. Awesome. Maggie? If you were to ask any entrepreneur out there, they'll probably tell you that one of the biggest obstacles to shifting from being an employee to an entrepreneur is not necessarily the money or the commitment or even the support. It's the mindset. Why don't you talk to us about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is something I love to talk about because I think it's a great topic to start working on before you're even self-employed. Like, no matter what your job is right now, you can start working on skills and habits and mindset that will help you um, as you launch your business and if you're already in the midst of, of your launch. So um, some of the things I like to think about, when it comes to mindset, wh- what we're thinking about are it's not just the, oh, I really hate my, my boss. Like, that's not a good mindset, right? Like, at some point, you want to um, be your own boss. So how, how do you cultivate those skills? And what relationship do you want to have with yourself as a boss? Um, so sometimes I like to talk to people about um, like the, themselves as the worker in their business as well as themselves as the boss in their business. Um, and since I work with self-employed people, uh, you know, it's always just one person, but we do wear these different hats. And building an internal relationship between these sorts of roles um, is really helpful and is something you can do no matter where you are in the business launching phase, even if you're just like playing with the idea. Well, and, and certainly, you know, when you think about, okay, I want to start my own business, and I know you focus on some of the more service-based, like, you know, yoga instructors and coaches and consultants. So it's really a party of one, let's say, right, yeah. compared to I want to build oh, yeah. a multi-million dollar thousand employee company. So some of this mindset is the fact that you have to be real clear on what your skill sets are, 
right? And so let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, if I'm still working for someone, what are some of the skill sets that I really need to focus on and develop so that I can move into helping others in my own business? Yeah, yeah. So I think um, there's the skill set that is the skill set that you will be selling, right? So if you're a yoga teacher, it's teaching yoga classes. If you're a consultant, it's whatever type of consulting you do. Um, and that's an important thing to be clear on what your offering is. And there's a piece, there's pieces beyond that in terms of um, your your own um, work ethic and um, organizational style and um, stuff that I think a lot of people think of as like the nuts and bolts of the business, but I think has a lot more to do uh, with mindset where, um, you know, if you are uh if you have to, for example, file a business license, right? Like that's something everybody in business has to do. We have to file licenses to be, have permission to do this thing. And if it's something you don't know how to do, is your mindset that you are, um, you know, afraid of this, uh, that it is challenging, that you don't want to do it? Right? Is resistance coming up? Because, I mean, I don't think anybody really likes paperwork. There's a few of us that tolerate it quite well. Um, and so is like how are we even interacting with like these little tiny hoops we have to jump through? Um, because if you want like a custom tailored lifestyle, which is what I love to help people design, um, you, you're going to have to do some stuff that you don't like doing um, so that you can have that. And so we have to develop skills that are more fulfilling for doing things we don't want to do then, um, you know, well, the boss made me do it because there's not going to be a boss in a minute. So where's your motivation coming from? Like, what is, why are we doing this? And how do we think of it less like pulling teeth and more like it's something enjoyable? Like, I I think about, like, when I was a kid and my parents would say, eat your vegetables, and I'd be like, I don't want to, I just want dessert, right? Like, that's not a great attitude. And now that I'm an adult, I know which vegetables I like. I know how to cook them in the way that I like. And that's the kind of transition that I'm thinking of when I talk about this is that transition from like, oh, God, I have to because the boss says so to the like, okay, there's some aspects of this I enjoy. Um, This isn't the worst thing in the world. And I can tackle this and I'm capable. Well, absolutely. And, you know, part of this is a lot of not believing in yourself, right? So, you know, when I jumped into business ownership, you know, the first hat I had to wear was the bookkeeper. And that's not my favorite thing, even though, you know, I'm really good at it and I understand it and I have to understand it. That was the first hat I let go of. I hired and outsourced, right? However, I had to set the tone. I had to understand what is the information Mm -hmm. I need in order to run a successful company. So let's talk a little bit yeah. about self-doubt because I know you that comes up a lot, I imagine, when you're dealing with clients in, you know, yeah, you might have the passion, but do you have the faith in yourself to actually um, move into solopreneurship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, this one is such a, um, like, double-edged sword in so many ways because, a lot of times the folks I work with, they don't have a ton of sales experience. I would actually argue typically none. Um, you know, they've not had to, like, sell their service. They have had an employer do that role or the sales department of the employer, technically. Um, and so, and, and that's an area where, like, 
bookkeeping, you know, you can kind of hide behind a computer screen, muddle through, get an accountant to look it over, and, like, it's pretty okay. But when it comes to sales, like, you have to be in front of another human. Like, it's probably – there's going to be some sort of live element to this where you're interacting with somebody. And you have to, for example, name your price and then let the dead air happen that it's not actually that long, but it feels like an eternity when you're like, my price is blank, and then the other person has to sort of think about it for a minute and respond, which is not that long. But I, I know for my clients, and I know even in my own first experiences doing this, that it was like, oh, God, that was like 30 minutes within 30 seconds. Um, and so that, that having the confidence to do things like state your price, right, that, that can be a huge challenge. And so I work with folks on um, basically making, breaking that down, making it into the baby steps of, you know, like getting really confident on what the price is and why that price is the way that it is, not because your client is ever going to actually challenge you, but so that the little demons in your head don't have any grounds to challenge you. Um, and then doing baby steps, right, like practicing it out on a friend, um, getting, landing a really easy client or, um, you know, just taking little baby steps, which thankfully there's a lot in, in self-employment where you can manage to do things in baby steps. It isn't usually like a deluge of people coming in and you have to give the same sales pitch every, you know, every half hour on the half hour, but like you might want to build up to that for a successful business. And so um, I, I believe a lot of self-doubt is combated through proof. And so it's what kind of baby steps and scaffolding can we offer that will make it comfortable enough to give it a shot? And then when that client signs on the dotted line and they're like, yeah, that price is reasonable, let me sign up for this, then you, then like self-doubt suddenly kind of vaporizes at that point. It's like, oh, maybe I do have a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now you got to focus on the deliverable, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, which my clients are very comfortable with the deliverable and the sales that's the challenge. Well, one of the things that I found, because I taught business planning for many years, is many people don't know actually what business they're in. And you see that yeah. coming through their conversations, their communication, their marketing or lack of marketing. And so I imagine one of the front load pieces of when you're working with folks, Maggie, is that you've got to kind of nail down what business are you in, what is the deliverable that you're going to, you know, help these clients overcome, what problem are you solving, so that they start off on a much better, as you said, platform. Yeah, exactly. Like the first thing I start with is I like to start with a conversation about ideal client because I need you to know like who you're actually targeting and the answer of, well, really anybody could use my service. That is the wrong answer. That's never going to work. So we get really, really specific because when, well, like the scale that I operate on, you don't need a hundred people, a thousand people to like your business and to frequent it. You need like, you know, maybe a hundred. If you're a yoga teacher, if you're a consultant, it could be as few as like six, depending on the scale of your contract. Right. So it's a much smaller scale, so we need to be really locked in and specific so that you're getting your ideal client. And then when you have a sense of who that person is, it sort of dovetails in with this, like, what is the offering? So, you know, what makes 
um, the consultant A different than consultant B? What makes this yoga teacher different than that yoga teacher? Like, we need to get really specific. And a lot of it, usually in the scale of self-employment, is, like, the stuff that's uniquely you. So it's, it's usually the things that, like, you got criticized for your whole life. And so that can be really challenging because, you know, those are the things we're kind of a little ashamed of. Like, oh, I'm, I'm too bossy. Like, that's, that's when I got when I was a kid was I was too bossy. Um, and now I, you know, I'm in a leadership type role. So, like, the bossiness is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so how, you know, we, we have to look at that stuff and start rewriting those stories that we have that, like, these are faults. No, they're actually, these are your selling points. Absolutely. I'm talking with Maggie Karshner. Her website is Maggie, and it's K-A-R-S-H-N-E-R.com. We've got to go to break. We come back. I want to talk about the importance of building this business so that you really are enjoying your life at the same time that you're working in your business. We'll be right back. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Remember the heat from last summer? Remember how the sun can damage your flooring, furniture, and window coverings? Energy efficiency meets style and comfort when you get SunTech solar screening for your windows or sliding doors. You get more comfort and you save money with SunTech. Call for a free estimate, 352-9396. Get SunTech solar screening, 352-9396. Or go online, suntechsolarscreens.com. Call SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, having a good conversation with Maggie Karshner of MaggieKarshner.com. She is a self-employment coach that helps people move from W-2 into starting their own business. So, Maggie, one of the things that, you know, I have really taught for many years, and it's, it's a message that I always want out there, is people think that when you go into business for yourself that you got to work 80 hours a week and you never see your family. 
And I have always been a big believer that we build our business around our lifestyle. We don't try and shove our lifestyle into our business. So let's talk about that because I imagine that's part of what you help people understand. Oh, yes. I, I love that spiel. The way I explain it is, is I, I talk about it as this isn't a, a sprint, this is a marathon, right? You can't think you're going to launch your business like you're just going to run 10 meters. No, no, no. You're, you're doing 23, 26 miles. However, I don't, this analogy just broke down, but that's okay. Uh, so, you know, how are you going to be in this for the long haul? Which means, yeah, it has to fit your lifestyle. Also, there's, there's so many, like, not to, to rag on other coaches and folks out there, but that whole message of like, you got to wake up early and you got to do this, that, and the other thing. Like, I am not a morning person and like more power to the folks who are, but like, it, like whatever your life is, like, think about this. You get to design your business to suit your life perfectly. So if there were no other influences in the world, like what, what, when would you want to be doing your job? Like, when's the ideal time? And so if you're, let's say, a yoga teacher and you like doing uh, classes at midnight, okay, that's interesting. I mean, that's a differentiator right there. There might not be a huge demand, but like I said, you don't need a ton of demand. And, like, like is there some room to work that in? Or maybe it's that you're, you're doing your, um, you know, sort of biz dev bookkeeping activities in the middle of the night because you're a night owl and then you do your yoga in the afternoons and you just don't do morning yoga because – the morning might not be the time to do that. So like you, there's so much room for creativity. We don't have to be, you know, married to the like nine to five story that our society has somewhat decided on. We can make our own choices. Um, and I love discovering that with people, you know, um, picking a time and saying, all right, how does this work? And, you know, how does this flow with your family or your own rhythms or, um, you know, when does your cre- creativity strike you in the day for like my creative types, my graphic designers, you know, like some, some folks have a burst in the morning, some it's in the afternoon or evening, like we need to capture those bursts, right? So yeah. like we need to set you up that you're doing something brain numbing, like maybe bookkeeping, you know, when you don't have that creativity and then you've got time around the creativity spurt to actually do the thing that that you need to do at that time. Absolutely. And I love figuring that out and finding that rhythm. Well, and, you know, I imagine a lot of the upfront work you do as well is, you know, that's what I, through the whole business planning process, is this idea that you have, this business that you want to start, who is your ideal client, is it going to convert into a viable business? Viable meaning, can it support you, right? (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's, and can it support you? Like, there's a financial question in that, but there's also, like, the lifestyle piece, you know? Like, does this support you um, in living your best possible life? Does it let you do the things you enjoy doing um, beyond the, the work that you do? Absolutely. I mean, this is all about, you know, moving into a space that you create, that you design, that you are the driver, yet it still needs to, you know, bring you joy and happiness, right? If, you, if you're leaving yeah. a job because you're unhappy, moving into something that you create that's more of a job is not going to work. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, but why? That's a lot of work and some risk. Um, and, 
a fair amount of worry. Like, I don't think I've quite asked how to take worry out of the business launching equation, but I can take the parts out that are like, you know, sprinting when you should be marathoning, like pace yourself, let's learn the skills we need, things like that. But there's always going to be a little bit of like, I don't know, is this going to work until that sort of like, there's a little bit of a leap um, that you can't escape. And like, that's like, I think of this as sort of a, like almost a Buddhist principle where, um, you know, you can have pain and you can have suffering, but the pain is inescapable and the suffering is optional. So when you're launching a business, um, you know, there's going to be things that are challenging. There's going to be some struggle involved. Sure. Let's not make it worse by adding more suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's not add worry to an equation that doesn't need worry. Well, and uh, another thought on that, talking with Maggie Karshner, visit her website, maggiekarshner.com. If you're someone that's interested in having a self-employment coach who's going to help you, let's say, uh, potentially avoid some of that initial worry and thought process, because Maggie, it all boils down to, you know, has someone who wants to go into business for themselves really given it thought, And this is what always surprised me uh, when I was teaching business planning because how many people were already in business and never did the pre-work to figure out what business am I in? Who is my perfect client? What is my marketing messages? So let's talk about how working with someone like yourself can really avoid a lot of future worry, doubt, and surprises. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much to be said for like what you don't know what you don't know. Um, and so one of the things I do when I work with folks is, you know, I, I do an initial like 30 minute free consult session. And um, in that session, some of what I do is I, I sort of listen for sort of the key parts of the business plan, right? Like how well do you understand your ideal client I'm kind of listening for? I'm listening for like what kind of financial resources and strategy have we thought about that? Do we have pricing? Do we have some of the logistical stuff? Like do you have a, a business license, things like that? Like where are you sort of at in these different arenas of business? Um, and when I hear something, like when I don't hear about anything, that's when I ask, you know, and I'm like, okay, what about this arena? And then usually that's the spot where they're like, I don't even want to have to think about that part because I'm terrified of it. And so I just forgot it existed. And I'm like, great, cool. We can't do that. Like <laughs> you can't just ignore a leg of business because you're scared of it. Well, and the fact that I'm sure now, I mean, because you are a self-employment coach and there are a lot of people that get pushed, you know, into working from their own home, a lot of employers are rethinking their whole business model and what an opportunity for a lot of people to take those amazing skill sets that they've developed to potentially move into um, solopreneurship or self-employment. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, Maggie, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, they can email me directly at maggie at maggiekarshner.com. And my website is where they could learn a little bit more about what I do, which is maggiekarshner.com. Now is a great time to launch that business idea, um, whether you're employed and, like, you're working from home or you've lost your job or whatever. Like, this is this is an amazing opportunity, this, this juncture in time. And that's what I'm here for. So I would love to help folks. Awesome. Well, I want to thank 
Maggie Karshner for joining me today, talking about, you know, really some foundational work before you leave that employment or if you were forced out of employment. What a great way to really brainstorm with someone like Maggie to figure out if you can move your skill sets into uh, a viable business and really capture that passion and support and service you want to give to the universe. So, Maggie, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I want to thank everyone for tuning into The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa.